let's learn to make sandals rather than paving the road. Welcome back, Mere Mortalites, to another edition of Mere Mortals Book Reviews, where we help transcend your mere mortality through book reviews. Now, today I want to be talking about The Art of Learning by Josh Waitskin. A little bit uh, of info onto Josh himself. So he initially actually was uh, an individual going to chess at seven years of age. And what wouldn't you know it, seemed to be pretty good at the game, ended up being an international master by age of 16. He was also an individual that was able to draw with the then world champion Gary Kasparov uh, in an exhibition again event back when he was uh, 11 years old. So needless to say, a pretty huge chess prodigy. Um, But Josh himself actually ended up falling either out of love, um, I guess you would say, and he's actually said this himself, or through other means, he essentially became, um, probably another item that I did not mention is there was a movie, uh, Searching for Bobby Fischer, where I guess he's semi-basis from that movie as well. And the combination of what seemed to be fame, falling out of love and just finding pressures uh, in his everyday life just led him to move away from chess, especially as he was traveling through Europe during sort of his uh, late teenage years. And he actually moved into um, Tai Chi push hands. So this book, The Art of Learning, actually talks through um, three sections. So the foundation, his second art, and bringing it all together. And what it does is it talks about, first of all, the foundation. And that's the foundation that he found in chess. Um, so he talks through and looking through the contents, uh, how to approach um, approaching to learning, loving the game, the soft zone, the downward spiral, changing voice, breaking stallions. All of this was centered around and the way that the story um, in this book plays out is little tidbits of information and stories through Josh's uh, as a kid and as a teenager. Uh, one thing as well I will point out is the recollection that Josh seems to have about specific events is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, you can tell through reading this that he's an absolute brilliant mind, uh, whatever else you may think of Josh. But that foundation uh, starts talking about some of the principles and we talk about some of the themes in the book as well but some of those principles those foundational layers um that chess built up uh there were some other aspects particular stories around how josh learned to play chess not so much uh with you know complex beginner moves as a lot of people might have done um but actually just breaking it all the way down to learning from the very very basics of having just one or two pieces on the board really learning how to play around with the movement with the empty spaces with each one of the pieces um before building up and up and up and actually getting himself and i think he talked about it in this particular book um he was a chess individual who loved to be in the complexity so he would like to get it as as muddy as as difficult as it possibly could be and then he would have his advantage over opponents basically um the second part of the book the second act actually talks into and again it's sort of dances between then his movement to tai chi push hands uh, and a little bit of back and forth with some of this chess curry as well some of the items around there was beginner's mind investment loss which is a big one make sure we'll talk about that it's making small circles using adversity uh, illusion of the mystical slowing down time so this second part of the book focuses on a lot of the foundations that josh talked about um, and then just narrowing it down around how specifically that art of learning 
um, gets evolved, I guess, or evolves into being uh, a better and better and better to become either the best or just you know the best you can possibly. Here's going to be my first challenge as well on the book. So the book itself is called The Art of Learning. Um, and I actually don't believe that it exactly lines up with The Art of Learning. In fact, I would have called it The Art of Mastery because as I read through the actual book, more and more what I found is that, yes, there's aspects to... I'll, I'll, Get that with Josh, the foundation of the actual book. Fantastic. I think there's a lot of points and there's specifics around using adversity and the investment loss that you do need in terms of learning. But the more and more specifics and the niche things that he talks about, specifically with making smaller circles, um, as well as the illusion of the mystical slowing down time, those were all concepts and ideas. And as he talked them through in the Tai Chi push hands, they were probably more aligned to how to become a master at something, how to be the absolute best, or how do you go from not just learning about something, but you know, going to the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. That's how I kind of took it. For me, this probably is more of an art of mastery overall than it is the art of learning, but um, still great points uh, and great advice through it as well. Um, the third one, bringing it all together. Now that was the power of presence, searching for the zone, building your trigger, making sandals, and I'll talk about making sandals as well, and bringing it all together, and specifically then finishing off with the Tai Chi um, final championships, I think in 2004, where um, I think it was seven years from when Josh Waitzkin actually began doing the martial arts, the Tai Chi push hands, all the way through uh, being at the world championships and competing in uh, both uh, states of Tai Chi push hands. I can't remember off the top of my head. I believe it's um, basically when you're stable and when you're moving as well. So he was able to get to the finals of both of them and he ended up a little bit of a um, clamor here if you're not going to read the book or if you know about Josh that he tied one and he won the other one. So that's kind of how the, the book ended up finishing. So um, all in all, it's around 200 pages. I blitzed through it as well because the words are pretty large something I do enjoy. Um, and the way that the actual book is structured uh, is phenomenal. I do like the those always the books as sections in terms of that foundation, how it gets built up and the ability to go back and forth between stories. And I mentioned it already. Uh, he's got that crispness, that sharpness that he can detail a story very exquisitely. Um, so this, this goes back probably to the memory that Josh has and able to extract so much information in a very um, subtle but summarized way. All right, onto the themes of the book. First one, it's feeling the fundamentals. So basically building up those skills above the fundamentals. One of the biggest ones that I took away or the theme running throughout is just the ability of understanding the base level principles, fundamentals, uh, whatever you want to really call it. Just that ability to understand what you're playing with first, then having the ability to play around with it and almost break it. Uh, seems to lead down a better path as opposed to, so in the example here with chess, learning how to do the perfect opening move with the first six opening moves to put you in, in the best position and then falling apart because you don't know what else the next stage is. So personally for me, goddamn, I am a terrible chess player. And I think I, I specifically would say I'm even worse because I tried to learn a long time back and going, okay, if I, if I make these specific uh, first moves and the person responds in, in similar ways, then I can win it in five, six moves. But all of a sudden, when I'm in the middle of the game or the end game, as it basically is called, I just absolutely lose it. Um, and of the very minimal things I do know about chess, there's uh, center control, there's specifically end game moves and having the ability to know what the piece is worth. Those are the sort of fundamental principles, fundamental items within, let's say, the chess 
ecosystem that if you were to learn that and you build up the skills above it, kind of like building up a, a wall, right? You want to put up the fundamental bricks right at the bottom and then you actually skill, skill up or place those extra bricks on top of the brick wall, those would be your skills. And essentially, the mortar that goes in there, it's all the hard work and effort that you actually put behind it. Um, the other one, uh, key thing that came out, just being true to your passion. So again, in that evolution that Josh talked about in this book, he went from loving chess, he was basically doing it at the New York Park, and he was just playing against, you know, all the gentlemen when he was like super, super young. I, c- I can't believe they actually allowed Josh to be, pl- I think it was like a six, seven year old playing against like, you know, 40 year old, 30 year olds who were all smoking and whatnot. But obviously, you know, his parents thought, yeah, look, he's pretty damn good at this. Let's, let's let him do it. But being true to his passion, he, he did it for a long time. He details in the book around, you know, how he moved away from the passion of the love of chess, uh, whether it be from the pressure, whether it was because he was traveling all the time, um, or he just wasn't enjoying it as much and just moved across to push um, push hands, Tai Chi push hands. Um, one thing, and I don't know this personally about Josh, but I'm going to make an assumption. One thing that you might note from the books I did was, hold on a moment, how is this dude going from just playing chess all the time and then he just decides to absolutely spend all of his time uh, doing Tai Chi push hands. Now, I have a probably a sneaky feeling that is pretty well off either um, by the movie that was uh, searching for Bobby Fisher that his dad basically uh, wrote as a, as a book. I'm not sure if it was that or if it was other means. I do know he's involved very much now in coaching and um, training people in the financial sectors and different sectors. So he might be quite well off. Um, but just a little piece that I picked up when, okay, he transitioned from chess to another passion that he found, which was Tai Chi push hands, but he was basically doing it all the damn time. Um, like hours and hours and hours every day. So there's probably a little caveat there that uh, yes, be, be true to your passion, but also uh, just probably be be mindful of the context that Josh probably had the time to dedicate to that and to go from seven years of absolutely just starting to you know being uh, the, the world champion basically. Now, the third theme I wanted to talk about was investment in loss. Um, probably generalizing it a little bit, but there was a few stories here that Josh talked about where he gives you an insight of how he would be prepared to lose, be prepared to either, as he says, put ego at the door or losing these Tai Chi push hands training that they were doing so that the investment in the continued loss can showcase or can uncover ways that he can actually find benefit. So one of the specific ones here, and I can't remember the other guy's name, but he's sort of battling him out. He knows that, okay, if I train against this guy, he's of a comparison to the world champion guy that he first two years ago, a year before that. And he went, okay, if I can just invest in the loss and actually just keep losing and keep getting smashed over and over and over day after day, week after week, I'll start to uncover ways that I can actually challenge back and even best that particular way. But you have to be prepared to go, I'm okay with losing and investing in this loss so that I can gain benefit from it. Now, I took that away as a broader takeaway as well. And something that I've read in other placements is there's, as a truth to be told around if you want to achieve something, whether it be a passion, whether it be something else, you also have to, whether you want to call it be invested in your loss and be prepared to lose, you just have to have the mentality that that is okay, that can be learnings and, and valuable things uncovered from it. Is it always going to be absolutely fantastic that you're always losing and never winning? No. In fact, if you overly uh, invest in just a pure perspective of losing and actually getting none of the value or not learning or trying to either grow or articulate why it is that you're losing, well then, shit, you might as well not be doing that. But actually investing in your loss or taking that loss as, okay, I can now learn from this, that's probably the great bit around this. 
And finally, one of the other points that came up as a theme of the book was making sandals. So I, I noted it earlier. Uh, it's a little bit easier to make sandals than it is to pave a road full of thorns. Um, noted at the beginning and probably throughout this book as well. There's just the, the idea that sometimes you don't have to go ahead and build that proverbial road over the uh, impregnable path or the path of absolute uh, chaos. Sometimes what you have to do is actually build up your mastery and get really skillful at particular pieces um, that you might. So let's just take an instance here. I believe in, in Josh's instance in the Tai Chi push hands, he was making small circles circles, and he was doing things which were like, you know, absolutely crazy. So one of the stories was he was getting so good at knowing when the opponent was basically closing their eyes and shifting their body ever so slowly so that he would become better at just doing his movements when the, the individual was actually closing their eyes and in that little fractional space doing the movement. So there was, rather than getting to know the entire body or when everything was happening, he was able to almost let his body act in a subconscious way and he actually made sandals or put his skills very, very specifically to be able to navigate a lot of the challenges that he faced. Obviously, this was in Tai Chi push hands as well as in his um, chess. My personal takeaway from the book, loved it, really, really enjoyed the book. Um, one of the things was uh, learning to flow with a distraction like the blade of a grass in the wind was probably a great summary of, of the book as well. Just if I was to summarize it and encapsulate it, it, was, it would be, Learn so that you can be really flexible. That is, you can be invested in your loss. You can get absolutely pushed around, but you can always flop back up, essentially in the changing or the challenging winds, but always be in a progressive state of, you know, you're looking you're looking to grow and get better. The other one as well was obviously, yeah, my take on this particular book was not so much the, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get this book if you want to know how to specifically learn a topic. So I, if you thought the art of learning, this is going to teach me how to learn uh, a language or how to surf or how to play chess or something else. I don't think this is the, the right book. I would actually say if you want to master something, if you want to know how to get ungodly good at something, I'd say, okay, this is probably the right book because the making smaller circles, the um, the ability to actually focus on something, the investment and loss, all of that sort of focuses in. And if I had to describe it in another way, it's almost as learn the fundamentals so well that it becomes your subconscious and then you can start really dialing in and being specific on conscious things like the blink of an eyelid or the small little movement of a toe in Tai Chi push hands. I guess a perspective here for surfing might be you become absolutely, you know, it's just second nature to know how your board moves under you in the position of your feet and then you can just consciously be thinking about, oh, you know, the waves actually slightly curving here, maybe I should do this or the wind or anything else that comes along with it. So it's that art of mastery and just getting smaller with your circles or, or where you actually place your consciousness that gets you greater towards that, that growth or, or that mastery level. Um, final summary from me of the book, I actually gave this a solid seven out of 10. A um, little bit, there was a, a, items in, in the art of learning here by Josh Waitzkin that I went, okay, there's awesome. It's really good. There was a little bit of repetition in the book itself with some of the chess um, sort of flashbacks and some of the Tai Chi push hand uh, championships and specific details. Uh, not not a takeaway from the book, surely, of course, but for myself, I go, oh, probably could have cut that down a little bit. I've still gotten all of the learnings behind it. Um, a lot of the items here, as again, I've mentioned, not for me to learn, but hell, 
I definitely apply a lot of these principles, especially the, the circles, making small circles, uh, investing in your, in your loss, building the trigger to become really masterful when you need it. So The Art of Learning by Josh Wesking. Seven out of 10 from me, mere mortals. Um, I hope you have enjoyed this book review. Um, have you read The Art of Learning before? Do you agree with my sentiment that it actually is probably the art of mastery as opposed to the art of learning? Um, one final note as well, the art of learning was a yearly goal for me to actually read. I listened to Josh on Tim Ferriss' podcast, totally enjoyed listening to him. I think he's been on there twice now and finding a little bit of more details about Josh himself and how, I'm going to put it reclusive he is, just uh, made me think, oh, more. I want to go on and read this book and see what it's all about. Definitely worth it. Um, how would I recommend it? I'd probably recommend you go and borrow the actual book. It probably wouldn't be something that I would keep for myself or keep it and spread it around. All right, me immortalites, that's all for now. One, out.